there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? How are you? It's me, Jason McIntyre, joined by Doug Gottlieb. We are filling in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope everybody's having a beautiful Tuesday morning. Huge, huge NBA news right off the top. Come on, it's not that huge. Gotta sell it, though, baby. Joel Embiid. Got a four-year, $196 million Supermax extension with the 76ers. And, uh, you know, he's going to stick around. Now, Ben Simmons will obviously get traded here in the next few months. Sixers will probably bring in Dame Lillard. And that does our NBA coverage for the Dan Patrick Show here on Tuesday, uh, August 17th. Uh, This is an NFL NFL week, obviously. Uh, Doug Gottlieb and I, huge NFL fans. We disagree on uh, some things. You know, we have, you have the pre-show meeting where you talk about some topics. And uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Tim Tebow who we will be getting to shortly. Uh, he's a divisive figure. I don't know how because he's such a kind human being and a superstar back in his prime. And now he is a veteran trying to make the cut in Jacksonville. And, of course, Social media is playing a part in the Tim Tebow saga in Jacksonville. But we have to start with a quarterback controversy that is brewing. Uh, You guys know me from my podcast, Straight Fire. I talked about this last week. You could see the writing on the wall in New England. It's starting, starting to get a little ugly. Doug, I don't know if you'd characterize Cam Newton versus Mac Jones as ugly yet, but we are one preseason game in. Belichick has not named his starting quarterback. Cam Newton is on a one-year deal. Yep. And you got Mac Jones, the pretty boy out of Bama, 
And he turns, I believe it's 23 years old, right before week one. So this is not some young kid like Trey Lance, who's only got a handful of starts, or Zach Wilson, who had one year as a starter at BYU. This is a kid who is old and experienced. I don't know, Doug. I'm starting to feel a little nervous for the prospects and the immediate future of Cam Newton. And then you can spin that forward. And what does that do to the Patriots' locker room? Well, I mean, I think that's why they haven't haven't made a change yet. I mean, I think that's why, like, if you're Bill Belichick, you have to read the locker room. You have to, you ha- you have to have everybody in the locker room nodding, going, "Yeah, I I get it." And he's probably not there yet. But if if you're surprised by this, look, you just trace it back to when Cam signed the extensions, three and a half million dollars. That's backup quarterback money. He knows that. You know that. I know that. Um, this this is not a surprise. And like, look, Camden can't throw football anymore. Oh, gee, can't throw football anymore. Oh, but let's, uh, listen, I will run that tape of New England, Seattle from what week two last year. That's great. Yes, I know that's, it was eleven months ago, but he could he could throw the football. He got hit hard by COVID. Let's be real. And if you look at the so, receivers so, they so, gave him so last COVID. year, it's a so dumpster COVID. fire. Did you did you watch them play last year? Have you ever heard of an NFL quarterback throwing for less than a hundred yards? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Well, the circumstance okay, and, and was terrible, Doug. Come on. Let's it doesn't be matter fair. about the circumstances. It does. Yes, they it went does. out and got uh, two receivers for him, two tight ends. Uh, I mean, no, nobody nobody's, was hit harder nobody's by disputing. COVID than the Patriots. They had so many opt outs. Most were on defense, but on nevertheless. Defense. And, and look, they, they, were, they, were, they were capped thin. out. They, they were capped out. And they also, you know, um, you, you end up losing Edelman, barely, barely played last year. And he, obviously now he's done. But but like you can go through all the circumstances you want. He can't throw. He struggled to throw going back to his days in Carolina after he hurt his shoulder initially. He's hurt his shoulder twice. He's had a couple of operations and a scope on that shoulder. And last year he was like shot putting the ball. He's still not. He, and he's never been an accurate thrower. At prime, Cam Newton was not an accurate thrower. You now you you take you put a couple shoulder surgeries and and then you put him behind. Uh, a shakier offensive line with not a lot, not a lot of talent to throw to, and he was awful. It was bad. I will but, agree. But like, Sorry, go ahead. Finish. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, and when I say can't throw a football, it's not that he can't throw a football. But we understand. We understand. There's like 15, 20 guys that can really do this. Right? Can really do this. But most of them, even the ones that can't read a defense, even the ones that 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 can't go through their progressions, some guys can't lead a locker room. There's things that, but they can almost all throw and throw accurately enough. There's different levels of it. He's he was the worst thrower in the NFL last year. It wasn't really close, and this has been a problem for years. And he was coming off of he was coming off the the Carolina Panthers, letting go. And like, look. You don't have to. It's not personal. It is business. And if it if it was personal, Ron Rivera would love to have Cam Newton in Washington. He's gone through like four different oh, quarterbacks. What are you, what, are you sure on, about that? No, no. I'm saying if if he thought he could still play, oh right, okay, then he would be on the Washington Reds, Washington Football Team, right? If, if I mean Brandon Bean, they they have a Mitchell Trubisky as their backup, okay, making similar money to what Cam is making. Okay, Brandon Bean and and that coaching staff, they came from Carolina. Right? You're not seeing people reach out. The Carolina Panthers, he was their signature 
player. They wanted Teddy Bridgewater. Then they were done with Teddy Bridgewater. Then they brought in Sam Darnold, who's wildly unproven. They've had plenty of opportunities to go like, you know what, let's, let's bring Cam Newton back. He, he, it's, it has nothing to do with anything else. Like mm. Cam's handled himself incredibly well. They like him in New England. Bill clearly likes him, where he's given him all this shot. He's given him all this, this, this runway. He just can't throw anymore. All right. That's it. Okay. I've let the slander go on long enough, Doug. Um, so former MVP Cam Newton cannot throw a football. That's the claim. I know what you're saying. He's not the f- guy he was when he was an MVP helping lead Carolina to the Super Bowl. I get that. How but, long ago was that? How long ago was uh, that? I think I, I think I had one kid maybe at that time instead of two who are now in like uh, approaching middle school. Uh, so it was a long time ago. That being said, Doug, there is something to loyalty. Hey, guess what, Cam? Last year, we were in a pinch. Tom Brady left us. We were a little ego-driven here in New England. We didn't think he'd actually leave. We had nothing. We had Brian Hoyer as our potential quarterback. Like, we were desperate, okay? You came and and were the guy back in the pocket getting murdered behind a bad line with no skill position players. Hey, thank you for your service. We're going to bring you back, okay? That's what they did to Cam. And he really said as much four days ago on Instagram. He mentioned loyalty and how he deserves some loyalty. Now, he did it with his weirdo lingo and that he uses and whatever font that is that I cannot find on my Instagram. But Cam essentially was telling the Patriots, hey, man, I see what's going on here. Y'all deserve me a chance. And if you look at their offseason, Bill Belichick has never, ever spent as a head coach like he did this offseason. They bring in Aguilar, they bring in Bourne, they bring in two tight ends. And I do wonder, Doug, when you bring on Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, two tight ends, when you had none, remember, Gronk left Brady, and they didn't even bring in a tight end that offseason. You bring in two. Is Belichick considering a lot of two tight end sets, a lot of heavy, a lot of running like he did last year? Because if that's the case, Cam might still have a shot and some value on the team. I don't think Bill Belichick's really a two-quarterback kind of guy. But I do wonder if he wants to have versatility with, hey, we can spread four wide and get Mac Jones under center. And, oh, yeah, we can go with the heavy sets and bring in Cam. Do you think that's something Belichick would consider? Because, again, Tom Brady left for Tampa and won a Super Bowl. They're absolutely stacked this year. There are actually Vegas odds, and we'll do a lot of Vegas on this show, on whether or not the Bucs can go undefeated. Bill Belichick lost the divorce. He wants to come back strong with the dime piece on his arm. I do wonder if he tries something wacky like two quarterbacks in New England. Oh, I think he's going to have two quarterbacks until he has one. I don't think anything you're necessarily misreading. Like last year, because of COVID, because they were in cap hell, there's nothing they could do. It just wasn't, you know? And Nikhil Harry's was a bad draft pick, but that, that only the uh, Edelman got old and had the bone on bone knee and there's just nothing they could do. Um, I don't think he lost the divorce. I just don't. (laughs) What? You don't decide in the first year. Considering the fact that they had a quarterback who couldn't throw a football, they had all those other things that you just stated working against him. They won seven games last year in a division where you had two uh, double-digit winning teams. They had Dolphins won 10, and the Bills won 13. And the Patriots still won seven games and probably could have won nine. Last year might have been his best coaching job he's ever done, considering the talent and all the other things that they had going against them. So I, I, don't, I don't think Bill Belichick is reacting to Tom Brady. Tom Brady inherited a team which had been bad for 20 years but loaded up with talent and then was, because he's Tom Brady, could get Gronk to come play, got Antonio Brown to come play. 
And after starting out seven and five, they played four of the worst teams in the league, and they end up eleven and five and get a little momentum. They survive Washington, right? They they survive Tampa, um, who had a lead, and and I think it was Jared Cook who fumbled right when they had had a lead uh, late yep. in the second half. Um, and then they went into Green Bay, and Brady was awesome in the first half, and they just kind of held on for dear life in the second half, and the defense came through, and they dominated the Super Bowl over a depleted Kansas City Chief team. That, that's what happened. But, I, but Bill Belichick, if you talk to these guys, they don't care about the rest of the league. Oh, they don't have— That's impossible. They don't have, what do you mean it's impossible? You cannot spend almost two decades with a quarterback— Watch him walk out the door, win a Super Bowl with another team, and, oh, and not care. Oh, there's, yeah, there's that's no, impossible. There's no, there's no, there's no, no doubt in that that it doesn't suck because people all of a sudden they'll they 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 make history what they want it to be. They make history about about Brady. It, it the the two of them worked together incredibly well. Brady has become this magnificent, outspoken leader now. But like, look if you if you think Tampa's going undefeated, go ahead, put some money on it. They're I also have, playing I have seventeen a few games on it. Yes. Okay, that, that, those are that, that's money that you're 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 pissing out the window. That's what you're doing. So, Bel- by the way, Belichick and Brady together in New England nearly went undefeated and won a Super Bowl. They uh, they did. And they by did. The way, and then the next this, year, the next year he got hurt. Yes. Okay. So that's we didn't actually point. see prime Brady with that team the following year. I mean, well, how good could they have possibly been in a repeat year? But remember, Tampa, they've never seen this success. So it, as hard as it is to see success the first time, imagine how hard it's going to be to see success the second oh, time. Oh, I totally disagree, Doug. Come, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. This is a team in a COVID year where there was really no offseason. Brady went to a new city, a new coach, a new system, a new everything. And they they were some you know kinks that needed to be worked out. I think they opened seven and five. Then they had that that Sunday night loss. I think it was to the Chiefs, uh, the close one. And after that, they did not lose a game. I think they went seven and zero, including the three and zero playoff run on the road, uh, getting to the Super Bowl. And they were a different team, Doug, unstoppable. And they returned everyone. I don't know. How, yeah. uh, I mean, like this team. Yeah, but, and but, by but the way, we, Drew Brees in the about, division. What do we know about the What do we know about the NFL? What, what, uh, what, that, well, let's start in the NFC. What, the what NFC is terrible now, what, this year. <laughs> now, what, what do we know about the NFL? What do we know about it? We know that on a yearly basis, half the teams that make the playoffs don't make it the next year. Now, that doesn't mean that Tampa's not going to make the playoffs. They've expanded the playoffs. There's 17 games, and they have an inc- they have a very, very good roster. Okay, But, but the idea that this the only team to make it look seemingly easy— to make multiple Super Bowls, to consistently be competitive at that level is the Patriots. Now, do you want to say that Tom Brady is the connective tissue between the Patriots and Tampa? Sure. But he doesn't run the entire franchise. And it, as much as you can change some of the culture and going after the next title, and maybe they come out the better team. Maybe it was when they were 7-5, and five, it was the wake-up call. They've not maybe figured it out. I'm telling you, this is a hard league. Guys okay, get okay. hurt all the time. Let me add one thing real quick. While you're on a hard league, um, you know my guy Warren Sharp puts together an incredible uh, packet. They looked at the easiest versus the toughest schedules in the league based on Vegas win totals. The Bucks have the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL, they basically face a cakewalk. And remember, the Saints are criminally overrated this year. They lost Drew Brees. They lost I, I Michael agree, Thomas for a month. I agree. I think their division and, and is crummy. Yeah, okay? that's a but team look, they lost to twice but last listen, year in the regular listen, season. L- listen, they have – they open with Dallas, okay, which would be a great game. And 
we'll see on Dak's shoulder. But it's fair to say that if there's a team that has the talent, at least on the offensive side of the football, to put up some huge numbers, it's the Dallas Cowboys. We okay with that? Well, I would say that they're favored in that game. They're only an underdog in one game. Do you want to guess okay. who the okay. Bucks are underdogs against? The Rams in week Correct. Okay. That, so, I, mean, they're, I think the Rams are better than the Cowboys. I don't know about so, you. So, but, but the point is this. When they have a new defense, defensive coordinator, we'll, we'll see. But, and a new quarterback. But, but here's the thing. The point is that... I'm with you on on Warren Sharp and what it looks like and the easier schedule, whatever. Like we got no idea what somebody's going to look like. Do I do I agree with you on uh, on the Saints on paper? Yeah, you don't have Michael Thomas. You don't know who your quarterback's going to be. Um, they were kind of capped out. They they went all in the past couple of years. They're probably not going to be as good. That said, okay, you go to the middle of the season when they play them, and if Jameis has won the job by then. James can James can spin it and stretch the field. Also, also, it the the home road is going to be completely different this year with people not only in the stands but they haven't been in the stands in a year. And you're the defending champs. Like all of a sudden, road environments are more difficult to win. And oh yeah, by the way, if you start out the year one and two, like you see, it it doesn't like I understand that you're better than New England and Miami and Philadelphia. Okay, I understand all of those things, but the idea is that. That when you have a team that comes off a Super Bowl, some guys took less money to stay. You start out one and two, and people start pointing fingers. That's oh, that's the way. It, I love that's it. The way it. I works. love Doug. creating that's, that's, drama. I'm not there creating drama. You are. I'm talking done. about the reality of sports. Is we all look at these the, these we all do the Mike and the Mad Dog. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. Dog, dog. That's a that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> right. We all do. We all do this stupid crap. But we can't tell. Well, those guys we don't are clueless. Know uh, because, let's be realistic. No, it's not. They're I, not well, not clueless. I, I, because I you're dealing it. with you're dealing with data as of now. Right. I look at the data that Vegas is looking at those guys don't know look, a little bit more than two uh you know schmucks in new york okay the we'll reality look is at their win totals from last year and look, see if they killed it last year look at the tampa bay bucks and how they're favored in every single game except one and look how they did last year as favorites they were pretty darn good they struggled in the games where uh, again they were playing teams better than them frankly and the newness of tampa is now worn off i'm telling you i i know it sounds silly to say oh they could go undefeated no team in the modern era, Doug, has returned every starter on offensive defense. It has yeah. not happened from a Super Bowl champ. Sure. And it's not like they're a bunch of fossils like the Lakers going and grabbing Russell Westbrook. These guys are in their prime. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, they they go out and add the running back Gio Bernard, right? It's like, ah, oh, Gio, what is he, their third running back? Well, I don't know. He could be James White, who is dealing a Super Bowl MVP for Tom Brady. Like, there is seriously, the offensive line is unbelievable. I mean, the only thing, if you want to quibble, do they have depth in the secondary, like behind their top three corners, who, by the way, were outstanding in the Super Bowl thanks to an incredible pass rush. Like, Doug, I, I, I'm not I'm not even a Tom Brady fan. I respect it. Like, in the 80s, I grew up, I was a Magic Johnson guy. I did not like Larry Bird and the Celtics. I was born in New York. I didn't like anything Boston. I did not like Tom Brady. Now, I've interviewed him twice. Super nice guy. I respect what he's done. He's the greatest. And he's got a stacked team. And I'm just telling you, Doug, when they are 8-0 and just motoring, you're like, oh, well, there's a potential road bump up ahead. Uh, this team is going to annihilate some folks. Annihilate. They are so stacked, Doug. And the schedule is a cakewalk. And you how know schedule. Was, how, how good was uh, was Tom Brady last year? Uh, I would say he was, uh, he was like a top 15 quarterback in the first part of the season. Uh, maybe for the first uh, three-fifths of the season. And once that... Week 12 got by and they had the bye week. 
they really started to take over. No, and you, Tom Brady you, you, was you, outstanding. Uh, he was definitely a top 10 quarterback in the final eight weeks of the season. Huh? Yeah, Tom Brady was a top 10 quarterback the final eight weeks of the season. Okay, Postseason okay. And, and regular season. Wait, top he, 10 quarterback. He, he had three turnovers against Green Bay in, in the NFC Championship he game. Did. He, didn't play well, he didn't play well against Washington. Uh, he wasn't particularly good against New Orleans Saints either. So he was he he did he played well against against the Kansas City Chiefs, who had no shot because their offensive line was in tatters. But okay, so of of the four games they played in the playoffs, he played really well in the first half against Green Bay, and he played well in the Super Bowl. Um, but I mean, in like kind of along for the ride, right? When they when they won the last four games, like oh, the wait, idea. Wait. Tom, the, whoa, the, whoa, 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 time out, time out, Doug. Tom Brady was along for the ride. I would, I would. Uh, can we get a Bucks player from the I locker thought, room? I there is he, zero chance he was not the leader in that locker room. None. But, but, He's the only guy that's won anything. Jason, but they, this is what you, this is what you do, though. Come you, on, you along take, for the you, ride. Yes, he was a. He's a. Those guys he's probably a, got. Uh, yes, Tom. What can we do for you in the locker room? How? What can I? How can I? What can no I help question. You with? No question. There's a leadership Come intangible on. that he has that is unspoken. And what they did in the first half, I thought, energized that energized the defense for the second half. Right. But there is at some point. At some point, there's a reason guys retire. You know what that reason is? Because you get old and you can't make the same throws. This is the same guy who, remember, forgot what down it was. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. guy. That's what happens when you get older. You're a tick slower. You miss on throws. The attrition of an additional game in the season does kind of get to you. Okay, They they had a dream end to a season which was up, very much up and down. Right? But trying to repeat that dream is a lot more difficult in practice than it is going, it's a win, it's a win, it's a win, it's a win. We talk about okay? practice. So, so, so the, the, point, the point is this, like we're, you're taking a snapshot of the best of Tom Brady and saying, okay, you put the best of Tom Brady with all these guys that are coming back and they're going to win every game. And the point is that he's not really a top 10 quarterback anymore in terms of his tangibles. Hmm. His intangibles are off the charts. Off the charts. So nobody can walk in with you know, uh, all with with all those Super Bowl rings, okay, and com- and command respect. And he's an indefatigable worker. But let's at at some point, they all get old. They just do. Jason Kidd couldn't make a layup in the playoffs. Couldn't make a layup. They just get old. The throws they used to be able to make, they couldn't make. Brett Favre got old. Peyton Manning got old. Peyton Manning, when they won the Super Bowl his last year, what was it, uh, nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions? I mean, go back and watch the Super Bowl. It was embarrassing. Couldn't throw a football. Pro football right? focus last year, number one quarterback, according to the stats, Aaron Rodgers, number two, Tom Brady. Okay, he wasn't the number two quarterback. He wasn't better. I mean, Russell Wilson threw too many picks at the end of the year, but he wasn't better than Russell Wilson or Pat they Mahomes. They have Russell right? Wilson at six, Mahomes it's, at four. It's, it's, it's great. I'm just I'm telling you, you can go pro football focus all you want. The reality is no one... I mean, look, Josh Allen had a, had, had a much better year than he had li- than than Tom Brady had last year. Not really close. So, I mean, like, look, I'm a guy who watches the, I, I, the Chargers practice down the street from me. Hey, there's no better. If I told you the talent that they have on that roster, you're like, dude, they should mop up teams. Love it. Problem is they're never healthy. <laughs> hey, and so you're you're taking a snapshot of now and going, if the best of all scenarios, everybody is healthy and all these teams live down to their reputation, the Tampa. But that's not the way this foot. That's what makes football special is on a weekly basis. Truly, truly anything can happen. 
And we don't usually get the results that we expect, especially when we expect them to be kind of championship level results. All right, take it to New York upcoming next. He's Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Um, all right, well, what do we make of Zach Wilson? Pretty boy quarterback. One start in the preseason under his belt. And then, speaking of guys that look great in the preseason, what are the, uh, what are the Giants going to do at quarterback? Do, do they have their guy? When will we see Saquon? All right. All things New York football, Ralph Facchiano, Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. That's upcoming next in the Dan Patrick show. But first want to hear something amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the U.S. to take credit, credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, we know who the quarterback is in Tampa. I think we both agree that something's up in New England, right? Is that fair, Jason? Right? Something, something's up. Hundred percent. Right? I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's. I mean, Cam knows something's going on, and it's not pretty. It's pretty not good right now. Pretty not good. That sounds smart. Right. That's that's really good. That's it, that's that's one of those ones that you you like. I always feel like English is like traveling in basketball. Like when you do it, you're like, ooh, did I just travel? Yeah. Pretty just, not good. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty not, pretty not good. Ralph Fiacchiano joins us. Uh, of course, he's NFL insider for SNY. He covers the Giants and the Jets. Um, all right, two guys, who, two teams who at least know who their quarterbacks are. Let's start with the Jets. Okay, flavor of the month, Zach Wilson. There, were, there was some lowering of expectation for the first preseason game. And then Wilson looks like a legitimate quarterback in, after we see him in a preseason game. But it's just a preseason game. Ralph, what's, what's the word out of Jets camp over their, their, their thoughts now a couple months into the Zach Wilson experiment? Oh, well, they couldn't be happier with him, honestly. Uh, you know, they, they think he's done everything they've asked him to do. They're not even really worried about performance on the field you know he looked fine in the preseason game he was efficient you know he made a couple of throws made a couple of bad throws it's kind of been like his practices some good some bad um, but for them they've been throwing a lot at him they like that he's learning the playbook quickly he's he's showed a lot of leadership with his teammates you know i think they're they're willing to ride out the rookie ways because they still think his upside 
is just, you know, it's outstanding as far as they're concerned. Ralph, I want to ask you, uh, I like to call him the Mormon Mahomes. Uh, I cannot say enough about how impressed I was with the young kid in the pocket against the Giants. And I know the Giants didn't play that many of their uh, quality players, but the Jets' offensive line looked capable. The skill position players were money. There's clearly a uh, a connection with Corey Davis. I don't know. Am I getting crazy thinking that maybe Salah and Lafleur can coax his team into like a, a close to 500 this season, or is that insane? And, you know, I don't think it's totally insane. I, I'm not sure my expectations are that high, and only because they're going to be really young. And they have young players playing all over the field. They have not been shy about giving them first-team reps in training camp. Obviously, you saw a lot of them even on defense in, uh, in the game against the Giants. When I see that many young players, I just think that, you know, when the games start for real, when it's crunch time, you're going to see more mistakes than you are, uh, you know, good plays. But, you know, look, the Jets are so much better talent-wise than the 2-14 and mess they were last year. They're going to be better coached. Uh, you know, can they get – I would, you know, say they could probably get to six wins. It's not much of a leap from there to 500. So I don't think it's crazy. Um, and it's, a lot of it will depend on the quarterback. Uh, okay, let, let's, let's, let's discuss the Giants on the other hand, right? Uh, first, okay. what, what, what's the status of Saquon Barkley in terms of the likelihood he plays week one of the season? They're hopeful, which is the best I can get out of anybody. Um, you know, they, they don't know. They think he's on track. They think everything's going well. Uh, you know, it's kind of two, two steps forward with him, and then they pull back intentionally so they don't overwork him. Um, you know, hopeful is the best that anyone in the organization will say. But uh, he looked good when he was out there, you know, running against nobody. So it's all been positive so far. I, I, I wonder, Ralph, uh, Jason Garrett, is the spotlight on him as much as anyone in that entire organization? Because he's this ballyhooed offensive mind. And i got to be honest, I didn't see it last year out of Danny Dimes. Um, uh, you know, there, there's talk of the whole entire coaching staff getting gutted if they don't make a move this year. But they're playing in the worst division in the NFL. Do you think Garrett survives the season as the O.C.? Oh yeah, I think I think the season definitely. Um, I, could there be changes if if they if the offense struggles again? Yeah, uh, it would depend on some circumstances. I think when they looked at last year, what they looked at was a young offensive line that had some injury issues, a quarterback that was really banged up the second half of the season. Obviously, no Saquon Barkley. You know, roster with no real number one receiver. With all of that, you know, Jason Garrett was in a tough spot. And I'm not defending the job he did. I think it was a, a terrible season for him. But there were so many reasons for why what happened happened that you know, they were willing to give him another year. If they're healthy, they get Barkley back and Jones is back and the offense still sinks. Yeah, absolutely. They've got Freddie Kitchens on staff who could be oh. an easy guy to plug in. Oh, God. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know what? Yeah, they got an experience. I mean, they've just got they have guys that could possibly replace him eventually, and he's you know he's a little friend of Joe Judge. Um, okay, let's let, let's let's get to the elephant in the room is Daniel Jones, right? Yeah, uh, he wowed people his first preseason. There have been moments where you're like, okay, the turnovers are just a huge issue. But like, look, you know, you you got to give them something to work with. If if they have Saquon, they got something to work with. Like, where, where are we on Daniel Jones? In, in year three? Yeah, it's very um, to be determined with Daniel Jones. He certainly last year didn't play well 
early, especially. Then he got hurt. And very quietly last year, he cut back on the turnovers late in the season, which I think the Giants are sort of grasping as a sign of his growth. Uh, you know, they believe in the second year of an offense, uh, you know, more comfortable with it, less thinking on the field. He should be a lot better. Uh, but, you know, this is a big year. You know, in the NFL, you don't get more than three years as a starting quarterback before a team starts to have to think about moving on. So, you know, the Giants are saying all the right things about him. Even privately, they say they believe in him. But uh, on the field, certainly there's been nothing since his rookie season that I can grasp onto and tell you, yes, he's absolutely the guy. I, I still need to see it. Hey, Ralph, uh, one last question on the NFC East. I need for you to rank the quarterbacks in the division right now. Um, who, If you were you know, a head coach or a GM, I want you to rank who you'd want as quarterback of the four starters in the division. Well, I'd want Dak Prescott. I think that's an easy one. Okay. Um, you know, to me, talent-wise, he's the best. Um, Experience-wise, he's the best. Numbers-wise, he's been the best. You know, I don't know how any of the rest of them compare to him. Uh, you know, I know that in Philadelphia, they love their young quarterback and, and they think he's got some promise, and maybe he does. But you know, I didn't see enough of it last year. And, and the same with Daniel Jones. I, you know, I, I don't no, nothing. Nothing any of them have shown me over the years or even their, their their short time in the NFL makes me believe they're better than Dak Prescott if he's healthy. That's the big question with him. You've got to tell me he's healthy. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know yet. i got to see that for myself. But um, if he's healthy, he's the best in the division. And so the worst would be Fitzpatrick or Danny Dimes? Who? Boy. Yeah. Right now it's – yeah. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick – he he gets it done. I, he's not a guy that I would want and say you got to carry me to the playoffs. But if you've got the right team around him, you know you can get to five hundred or so with him. He, you know he, he wins some games. So I haven't seen Daniel Jones do that yet. So yeah, right now you might put Daniel Jones down if not at the bottom. So oh. you're the, in the bottom too. Wow. Okay. Good stuff, Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Ralph. Oh. When you when you're around the, these teams, like when you go to camp. Um, you can just, there's just a vibe. You can just kind of tell. Now, look, sometimes you can get fooled a little bit. Sometimes injuries derail it. But you can usually tell when a team feels like they got something or when a team feels like, eh, Jets and Giants, give give, give me your honest sense of what they think, what it feels like, the type of season they're going to have. When when I'm at the Giants, they – feel kind of eh to me. They, you know, I don't think it's bad. I think they think they'll be a little better than last year, but they don't have the air of confidence of a playoff team. Like, we know we got this. They, they're, yes. they're hoping that they got this. The Jets, you know, it, they're overconfident over there. They, You talk to them, they think they are building something special. You know, I, I kind of agree, and I think that they're heading in the right direction. I think it'll take a couple of years, but I think those young players think – why can't we do it this year? Why can't we be a playoff team now? It's a big leap, but you know they feel like it's been a breath of fresh air with Robert Salo. They think they finally got a better team built the right way. You know they feel like they're they got something over there that you know maybe the rest of the NFL is sleeping on. All right, great stuff, uh, Ralph. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate you being on the on the Dan Patrick Show. My pleasure. Anytime. Thanks, Ralph. All right, that's Ralph Acciano, uh from SNY, covering the entire NFL. Um, it, it's, it's, it's true. It's like there's, so there's three camps in Southern California, right? If you, you can go to the, the Cowboys usually train, they're back in Dallas now, but they go to Oxnard 
And then the Rams and the Chargers are, I mean, it's like 10 minutes as the crow fly, right? It, it, it's hard to get there sometimes in 10, 10 minutes. It's not a, not a huge traffic area, but there are some lights and you got to go on the toll road and whatever. But the, the point is, I'm telling you, Jason, if you go to these teams, you can kind of tell if, you, if you're around the team enough, they'll start to go like, yeah, I don't know, right? Which I don't know means they do know it's just not good. Or they're like, listen, don't tell, I, you, know, you don't, maybe it's just me, but we got something here. And I think I, you can, if you're around teams enough, it just takes a couple of days, you can tell who's, who's got something. Mm. You, you can is, tell it, is this your uh, onboard to the big news that just broke on the NFL? No, what's what's that? Go ahead. Oh, I guess you were. I texted you, Doug. Uh, Tim sorry, Tebow. I, has sorry, been I was released I was, I was, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, let's talk about that. Ah, oh, so depressing. It's a let's bummer. talk about the, let, let's let let's let's talk about that upcoming next. But first, intelligent intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2021 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, 
and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Adam Schefter has reported that uh, Tim Tebow released by the Jaguars. Now, uh, you weren't here yesterday, Jason, but I had to fend off claims of... Um, uh, white privilege oh, from gosh. Rob Parker Please. as to why Tim Tebow got an opportunity Stop. with his former college coach. Stop now. Rob is uh, Rob is a friend. Um, he doesn't want to host shows with me anymore because he's scared I destroy all of his arguments really badly. Um, but yeah, that's idiotic on his part. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, we all get opportunities based upon the relationships that we have. It, it just is. I mean, like, it's called life. <laughs> yes. No, I've I've told. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, it's like um, my, my son during when everything was shut down in COVID, right? We all got kind of shows, right? Like, oh, I got, got into, and he really got into Survivor. And I hadn't watched Survivor since the first season. And uh, the more I, I watched it with him, I was like, this is a really important show. Did you know that Survivor is probably the most important show in the history of television? Jason McAfee. I did not know that, and it breaks my heart to hear such nonsense as that. I do not no, like son, reality stick with me. Television. Stick with No, what, no, what, I understand what? the impact of it, but I personally no, 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 did no, not no. watch any of that crap. You do? Never. Okay. Never seen an episode. Okay, so then how do you understand the what, what I was getting to? Well, I know how Im- the impact it had. It was it basically was the first reality show on network TV, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, look, what, what happened with uh, that and th- I think Big Brother were about the same time, but okay. yes. Um my point is is more like what what pushed me away from the show. I like Naked and Afraid was what I thought it was gonna kind of be. Right? Is that on Not, Showtime? I've never heard of that. Naked and Afraid? You never seen? No. Oh, Naked I don't and do awesome. any reality TV, dude. Naked I, and Afraid. They drop two people who are kind of quasi survivalists. Some are survivalists, like in some sort of jungle. They get like one or two items and a satchel to cover their. And not, not, nothing really else. Really, they're naked when they meet each other. Mm. And they, but they have to somehow survive out in the wilderness for like 21 days, right? Oh, like that's. Sounds awful. 
It does sound awful, but it's <laughs> kind of awesome to watch. Okay. Anyway, the, the point is that I thought survivor was going to be about surviving. And instead it's about what it's about alliances mm. and relationships and double crossing. And I told him, I was like, look, this is an important show because this is what life is. Okay. Life is not as much about what, you know, it's about who, you know, and how you can operate under the, okay, like I'm tied to this person, but I don't like this person that much. I like this person, but they're one of the weaker ones and they're going to be, and this one's an alpha and I got to kind of get along and I got to figure out how to win the group. That that's how life is. Okay. It's the old, who you know is more than what you know. And Tim Tebow, of course, wins at life because people genuinely like him when they're around him. He has that, he has that positive energy that people are looking for. And he got that opportunity I actually think like trying and putting yourself out there as bad as the film was of him blocking during their preseason game. Like that's why guys don't switch positions like that. That's why guys don't come out of retirement like that, that because the film is going to make you look like a fool, like an absolute fool. And he was a great football player in college. Not good. Great. In the conversation, in the conversation of greatest college football players ever. And so what happens is now you know, like 15 years after the fact, people, he's the, he's the punchline to so many jokes, but it's like, he put himself out there. I actually respected that he tried and I respected her. Myers like, oh, I'll give him a shot. And when it became painfully obvious, you couldn't keep him around anymore. And you cut down to 85, you cut Tim Tebow and, and you shake his hand. You say, Hey, thanks. Yeah, Doug, I echo everything you said. I, I I'm shocked. We are in such lockstep on Tebow. Um, I, I love this story. Even though he did not make the team and he didn't even make it past first cuts, like we are what we become thanks to failure. The only way you get better at life in anything is failing. If you don't try and fail, you're not trying. There, it just that's not how life works. And I heard a great quote. Um, I heard it a couple years ago. No such thing as success or failure. There's just stepping stones. And that's all this is for Tebow, a stepping stone. He's going to do big things. I mean, you know, uh, there's been a lot of... This is closure on this portion. Closure on this person, yeah. And now he moves Uh, on on to his next one, which which, I don't know if he goes and becomes a pastor. Um, I'd I'd say he'll be... Politics? No, I've been been told, like, that... And for people who think, like, this is about marketing, like, the guys that handle his marketing, they told him a long time ago, like, dude, you should be the next Billy Graham. Uh, you can be the next Billy Graham. People will follow you. You can preach anywhere. You can fill stadiums in the South. 100%. You can go all over the world. And, and you know, I, I like a show called, and have you, never, you ever watched Billions? I love Billions. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Billions in the first episode, right? There's the famous line, what's the, what's the point of having F you money? If you never say F you, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what's, what's the point of being able to. Like, hey, I could go play pro. You mean I could go try and play pro baseball? Like, yeah, we'll give you a shot. Okay. You know? It, it was weird. I could come back. Doug, I, I, I come back and play football. Like, yeah, we'll give you a shot. Okay. Yeah. Like, why, why not? It, it was weird. Uh, Michael Jordan back in the day quit the NBA and said, I want to go live my lifelong dream of trying to make a uh, baseball team. So he goes to try to play for the White Sox. And everybody cheered it. Like, oh, he's following his dream. That's cool. He's won championships. Uh, he's the greatest player ever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, go for it, Mike. And then. You know, Tim Tebow tries to do the same thing. Well, I'm going to switch positions. I want to try the uh, NFL one more time, even though I it kind of petered out, ended ugly. I went and played baseball. I want to come back to the NFL. Well, T- Tebow's stealing someone's job. He's trying to be like the fourth string tight end, okay? Um, 
And it's just weird to see the dislike toward Tebow. Doug, I am curious. I have tried to drill down on this multiple times on my podcast, on the radio show I used to host. I'm trying to understand why people don't like Tim Tebow. And I know it's a social media thing and it's easy to hate. I call Twitter a hater's cauldron. Is it the religious stuff? Is it uh, is it something else? Is it the Florida championships and like dominating? Is it not being able to throw and being drafted in the first round? I mean, you said Cam Newton can't throw a football. Like Tim Tebow really could not throw a football. He yeah. still did win a playoff game with a game-winning touchdown pass. Memorable. I know the receiver did most of it. I just, Doug, I want to take a second and ask you, why do you think people have such a visceral dislike for Tim Tebow? Um, I think people, uh, there's a good portion of people that don't like religion and sports. Oh, gosh. No, I mean. That's I, disappointing. I think no, I, I just think it's just like they don't, they feel like it's like shoved down their throat. Like, and then I, I watch football to watch football. It's, it's no different than politics, right? You just, like, I, if I want politics, I'll turn to watch politics. If I want religion, I'll watch religion. I watch sports. I, I think, I think a, a good portion of it, though, was the people that were Tebow fans were so over the top in the, um, in the, in, in, in it's, it's not him. It's the people that follow him. So wait, you the, don't, the Tebow you don't followers. get it. So you don't, don't get like, you okay. don't get it. Like, no, 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 I, I, I get it. Like, you know, I, I totally got what they were, when he was in Denver, it was brilliant in terms of what they did, right? They shortened the game by running the football a ton, you know, very easy kind of reads form. If not, you just run the football and scramble around back there. They had a great defense. They had the best kicker in football, plus they're playing an altitude so he can kick from like 10 yards further than anywhere else. And the whole thing kind of magically worked together. Like long-term, it wasn't going to work. And we all knew it. And, and the Denver Broncos knew it wasn't going to work. I don't think it was as much Tebow as much as the followers and the passion and the glazed look over their eyes. How can you not see how great he is? They're like, okay. I, again, I don't think it was as much a reaction to Tebow as it is the, the people who supported Tebow. Yeah, it, it's almost like people want to hate jerks. You know how like the girls also always go for the bad boys? Yeah, the bad Tim guy. Tebow's a good guy. He's a nice human being who does good things. Well, right. th- there's, there's, there's another We're element to it. And, and I want to get to that. Plus, um, we've seen bad behavior in stands. Why it could get worse next in the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. 
but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.